0: only queen we acknowledge is latifah
1: mm.
0: you know what i'm saying um nah but in all serious man um rest in peace queen elizabeth the second you had a great innings 96 mm. 96 um i said i get my reparations though
1: at all not a single penny in fact i paid reparations so... for something i don't know what that something is <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> every paycheck they're taking something so,
0: so when i say you know the only queen we acknowledge is latifah you feel me um mm. but with that being said powers of the people about back to do maintenance yeah yeah we gone rock like crack when it came in mm. it's me it's
1: me mm-hmm. this
0: podcast p when we got you stuck off the realness yeah yeah we'd be the infamous you heard of us official
1: Buckingham Palace.
0: Murderers, welcome into another edition of the world-famous Two Stubborn Nigerians podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world right now, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Thank you for joining us on another one of our instinctive travel down the path of rhythm. Thank you for joining us as we maraud into the midnight. Thank you Mm -hmm. for joining us as we enter the Wu-Tang. Yes, all 36 chambers. Thank you for joining us as we continue to seize control. Thank you for joining us as we... um, dive into this alfredo pasta that's a new one that's a new one you see what i'm saying always adding new ones in there always adding new ones in there uh thank you for joining us as we experience these temporary highs in these violet skies and of course as ever if on your journey you happen to get lost don't worry feel free you can call me um i am of course one half your host podcast p um also known as you know two degrees but i only use one in this bitch um
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> how crazy is that they didn't ask me for my bachelor degree <laughs> <laughs> that's all bro my
0: bachelor's degree has no bearings on my present day career like i could have done anything um, but yeah um yeah Two Degrees, We I only use one of this bitch. And I, of course, as ever, joined by my illustrious co-host, my co-hostess with the most desks. Um, it's the guy that gave the look, the verse, and even the hook. That's how every pod sounds like Kex, featuring Kex.
1: Man, man, man. Track 73. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, exciting episode, man. Exciting. A lot to get to today. At the same time, nothing to get to today. So we'll see how the vibes go. But I am looking forward to this episode, man. How have you been the last... What, two weeks?
0: I've been good. I have a bone to pick.
1: hmm
0: It's not necessarily a bone to pick. That's terrible ph- I phraseology, but I literally kink and so just came into my head. So I was like, I have a bone to pick. Um, <laughs> so I was driving today. Right. From Liverpool back home here to Manchester. And I had my music on shuffle. Um, and I want to talk... Um, as I do quite often on this podcast, in loving terms, but also in a necessity to clown. Obviously, mm-hmm. you and I both come from the school of hard knocks, which is St. Paul's, yep. um, and we're you know two black British men, which means our love language is clowning niggers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and so I need to apply that to Big Sean. Do you know that Big Sean has a hook where the words go, and I quote, "Mona Lisa." Lisa Moanin <laughs> No but think about that Think about that Like Big Sean's a talented rapper And a talented writer you know, Like Big Sean wrote Click Do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Like yeah. Ain't a Like Big Sean wrote that And so mm-hmm. for him To come up with the hook of Mona Lisa mm-hmm. Lisa's Moanin
1: <laughs> um, Like Yeah <laughs> Do you know what I mean it doesn't matter though because Janae's, Janae's pregnant he her pregnant that's so the he issue wants. <laughs> he clearly <That's> won <laughs> <it
0: good? laughs> so I'm like I'm like this is my thing so me I'm sat here I'm like man I'm out here trying to be my best self and mm. the women are out here accepting less <laughs> so what's the point
1: <laughs> like See, <laughs> my question is as someone who knows you hate hall of fame <laughs> and you're not yeah. a fan of that album how did you end up yeah. on Mona Lisa Shuffle mm.
0: Shuffle I had my music on Shuffle and it literally came on and I didn't even listen to the whole song I just like I had to beat what fucking song is this I saw it Mona Lisa <laughs> I skipped it then I remembered how that song went I was like that nigga really his hook was really Mona Lisa Lisa Moaning and that's funny because I was on my drive back now right Mm. on my drive there yeah mm-hmm. i was scrolling through my songs again to find a song don't scroll and drive guys it's really bad but i was mm. scrolling through my phone to find a song and um what was it single again came didn't come on mm. but it was like there i saw it oh, okay i'm single again yeah. right you know that one mm-hmm. and i it dawned on me bro Big Sean, and again, all of this is from a place of love, because I'm a mm-hmm. fan of Big Sean. As much as I come on here and I make jokes about his music, I'm a big fan of Big Sean. I have been since the first time I heard Big Sean mm-hmm. on the All of the Lights remix in 2010. Um But yeah, so I I saw that song and it made me deep. Do you realise that Big Sean is really just like hip-hop's Taylor Swift? Cause every breakup that nigga gonna give you a song. <laughs> But why? Taylor like Swift? no matter what,
1: because <laughs> that's what Taylor Swift
0: does. Bro, every single one of Taylor Swift's albums are based on a breakup from an ex. Do you know what I'm saying? And then you look at Big Sean. I'm single again. Living single. I don't fuck with you. None of your concerns. Like that nigga. All that nigga's gonna do is break up and tell you,
1: "Oh, I'm back on the market." He <laughs> does it well though. <laughs> if, you're, if you're gonna go back on the market, you may as well do with a number one hit. <laughs> but here's the thing the pop mm-hmm. fans will tell you so the taylor swift damn damn you see what i'm saying damn so- ain't wrong hey man, <laughs> man say- that's, i'm just
0: saying i'm just connecting the dots
1: man said hip-hop's taylor swift <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> that is-
0: Bro, man, <laughs> man had one song It said i'm single again and then he has another song from a year later said living single (laughs) we get it we get it you're back on tinder like we get it
1: oh my days Uh. (laughs) oh big sean fam When the last time he released an album what was it oh detroit 2 and he just released detroit on streaming platforms. that's even one of our first albums that we reviewed (laughs) <laughs> it was our third, in fact, it's episode one. <laughs> oh episode my god! It's <laughs> mm. our
0: first good album review.
1: How do you feel about him releasing Detroit on streaming platforms? I always
0: do. It's the same thing, and you ask me this, I understand why you asked me this. But for me, I really don't care because mm-hmm. I I have all these projects. Mm-hmm. If you were it's, in, it's, it's it's not the same for me.
1: Mm, I hear that. Putting yourselves in the shoes of someone who doesn't have all those projects and hasn't had the same type of access or had to go to SoundCloud to listen to it. The thing is, I'm sure it would be great,
0: but I genuinely can't put myself in it. Like, there's never been a situation, like, even when Hov's music wasn't on non-Tidal streaming platforms, I had access to every single one of Hov's albums, like, readily on my phone. Like, I had them downloaded from, like, download, like, do you know what i'm saying like i am one music days so Mm. like once once he put it on spotify it was like oh cool it will count in my spotify rap now but it it's it's not really changed like i still have the original version of detroit on my phone that i downloaded what was that 2011 2012 when that came out I, i have that still do you know what I'm saying? So it's really, it really is genuinely hard for me to put myself in those shoes because I'm like, it's the same thing I said when Care Package came out. Like I'm certain that mm. you know, for fans who haven't been able to access these songs as readily as they want to, it's dope. I literally can't put myself in those shoes because like, whenever I wanted to listen to 5 A.M. in Toronto, it was right there. Mm-hmm. It was right there waiting. You know what I'm saying? How
1: how often how often did you go back to um specifically here, Detroit?
0: not the full the full album not often not often even though i do think it's great you can make the argument it's a classic mixtape for its time um but the full the full project not often but i do go back and pick out like different songs out of there um 24 karat gold specifically that was my shit
1: no oh, still my shit
0: but how about yourself
1: um it's, I really, I haven't gone back to it in a very long time. The last time I went back to it was probably just before Detroit 2 came out. Um, but then obviously seeing that he released it and the little promo run that he did for it coming on two streaming platforms, I did go back and listen to it again just because I remember like how much I loved it the first time I heard it. And it's definitely aged a bit, but the songs that I loved back then... I still love today, man. When 24 carats of gold came on, oof. What? Wishing I could live my whole life having 24 carats of gold. Yeah, that's my vibe. That's my vibe. I'm right there. I'm right back. 20... What? What was that? 2011? 20, 2014 or something? It couldn't have been 2014.
0: It was a... It was of my and men time, so that's all I need to know. Yeah.
1: Like... <laughs> Before I could really... Before I was really allowed to be walking by myself to places That's what I'm saying <laughs> Picnic Kicks Like <laughs> Yo, get out <laughs> Get, out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Oh my days, oh my days huh. Man yeah, no, nah, what else have you been listening to? Is there anything else that's been of interest? So <laughs> no? Hey man, listen,
0: obviously, like I said at the beginning, rest in peace Queen Elizabeth II. You know? I'm not a fan of the mm-hmm. monarchy, um, mm-hmm. personally, but it, it does feel weird to have someone who's literally like been a, f- a figurehead since before any of my living family existed on this planet, to have gone, mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying yeah
1: mm.
0: now with that with that you know this i know this the people at home should know this regardless bro black twitter go to get their jokes off or not. yep mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's queen elizabeth doesn't matter if it's prince philip doesn't matter if world war three is about to go down doesn't matter if donald trump's just been elected doesn't matter if there's insurrection on the fucking u.s capital black twitter gonna get their jokes off sha have to now with that being said um my favorite tweet of the um whole weekend turned into week obviously you guys are getting this episode later than you normally could because we're in a period of national mourning mm. um so you know we had to take it had to take a day um compose our thoughts and that mm. but like i said my favorite tweet from that period was that <laughs> someone tweeted well at least she got to jam that Ashake album one time before she x out. I'm like, hey, listen, man. I was thinking, why did he drop it on a Thursday? <laughs> Do you know
1: what I'm saying? Like, it, didn't, it dropped on like a Wednesday. Oh, like, wait, what? <laughs> it dro-
0: I just saw one song a tweet like, Ashake dropped. I'm like, huh? On a Wednesday? Full album. I'm like, ah, let me go jam this next mm. day queen elizabeth's going i'm like it makes sense she needed to hear the goodness I said, she, was he knew. Holding, she was just holding on to hear dupe she was just she was just holding on to hear dupe palazzo and and all of them and peace be on to you all in one little all in one little package
1: yeah i said that's all i needed i can go now i can go
0: i can go now i can go now but i said, music's peaked
1: i don't need to be here no more god bring me up <laughs> oh man that's funny <laughs> fam that question you asked me the other day had me it had me dying i can't even lie because fam in fact i'll let you repeat it for the people in it or should i repeat that's for you great
0: yeah you repeat because mm, me i can't I
1: repeat for you. <laughs> it was all the normal things that queen elizabeth never oh, did she- <laughs> we just don't really think she ever had the chance to do or ever just did and they rattled me or conversely like you said didn't it maybe she did it and we just don't know and that's what's been rattling me (laughs) because like yo what if the queen was an avid jay huss fan what if the queen was part of our london (laughs) fan I was like, "Yo, what is? Uh, who's better, J House or Pastor Lou has so much protection. <laughs> what? What, what if the queen was listening?
0: What, 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 what if the queen was listening to the vibes with Kid Battle?
1: <laughs> I was from my burner, like, oh, <laughs> this guy getting smoked. <laughs> yeah, it's actually been rattling me, boy." <laughs> Oh it's, like, it's just words. All the little like,
0: there's the quick like, even just like the white people shit in this country. Like, does the queen sing "Sweet Caroline" when it comes on.
1: Fam, fam. Does the queen has the queen ever had a pint? Like, does she? I'm sure she would have. But does she? Does she know the words to "Wonderwall"? Oh, does she know the words? Does she know the words? <laughs> it's
0: it's crazy though. Like, did she ever catch a wine? You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> just just little things (laughs) man is that's what i was saying that's what i remember saying this years ago i remember i said it's you i probably said it's someone like i always said i wanted her to do like an interview with someone that wasn't just gonna ask her oh what flowers do you have in the queen garden today Mm. do you know what i'm saying like
1: Mm.
0: i want like big boy like big boy questions like yep that everyone like the questions mm-hmm. of we as a country debate as
1: a hot topic in it like mm-hmm. let's ask like did she did she watch love island
0: she might have <laughs> genuinely loved love island
1: but if she's really about it she should go and sit with um with charlemagne <laughs> had the breakfast that's what i'm saying <laughs> charlemagne I'll ask, ask the outlandish question like i said did you kill <laughs> diana <she, laughs> did she do that no, it'd be like, so when
0: Andrew was touching them little girls, where were you? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh, my that's God. How, that's how
0: Joe Budden, that's how Joe Budden going to pop up, like. <laughs> so, so what would you say if you offered 30 million from Spotify and had to turn it down?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joe Budden would be there like, what well, my you born again? Ah, uh, you're Leo. What about people? Ah, get... oh, makes sense. I promise you, I hate your brother.
0: I promise you, I hate your brother.
1: Oh, my days. Do you see? You. And that's, you...
0: Something, that's something that happened like, over the weeks that we were away mm-hmm. when niggas were reminiscing over how good the J- JBP was. Uh, it's mm-hmm. peak, yeah. Yep. And like, it's. Oh, man. <laughs> But it's I'm, tragic. It's tragic. It's so sad.
1: It's one of those. That was a beautiful mix of personalities. And I didn't really deep it until uh, like way after they've now finished. Because, well and truly, mm-hmm. Moore made Joe 10 times funny.
0: 100%. 100%. Like, mm. Moore's ability to clown Joe based on their like years of friendship was so like i always go back to when rory was like you know joe had security with him in miami <coughs> and Moore's just in the corner <laughs> dying hasn't even said a word and joe can tell he's about to get hot
1: enough <laughs> <laughs> no, that clip made me laugh and so then, much and then Maul just
0: turns to him and he's like you you had security in miami <laughs> What you? What, what you need security for? <laughs> right.
1: Oh Joe, No dude. one's
0: gonna bother you. I
1: promise. <laughs> you do a podcast. I <laughs> didn't to be a so bad. It's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's over, Joe. Nah, man. Classic. That Classic. Was- Honestly, special moment in podcasting history, man. Special what those guys did, mm-hmm. but hey, man,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the new kids are here.
0: <laughs> you know, I so say at the end of the day, bro. I go back to you know, there's a hove line for everything, right? Mm. And hove said, and I quote, "Every day a star is born." Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And in that sense, like he said on that song. Drake's up next. We'll see what he do with it. Mm. That was in twenty eleven. And we've seen what Drake's done with it now. Yeah. So I don't think it's hyperbolic for me to say the two stubborn Nigerians up next. Let's see what they do mm. with it. um because mm. Mm. I mean it may be it may be lost on you. In fact, no, let me not even word it like that. Let me retract mm. that. Zoom mm. <laughs> and say it like this. It may not mean nothing to you. Mm right it may mm. not mean nothing to y'all mm-hmm, see, mm-hmm. see how i tied it in with the drake that yeah. i just mentioned you saw that <laughs> but it's not lost on me that i was saying man i can't find yg but you see why mm. i did that because i said it's not mm. lost on me that i can't find yg that i can't find yg on the last podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then two days after it drops mm-hmm. yg album coming at the end of september Fam. listen Fam.
1: People have stopped playing with us, because we make things happen. We make things happen. One question from us causes waves. It causes waves. Huh. Listen, in fact, let me test my power. Armani Caesar, where's the album that you promised me on the 2nd of September?
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's delayed, it's delayed, it's delayed. It's delayed. Mm-hmm. Sample clearances,
1: Okay,
0: sample we'll see We'll see how long they have to
1: clear for now. You know, I've made my voice heard. <laughs> Yeah, we're not getting that album, this you? What, you think?
0: <laughs> what, you think, you think she was running from the Nav smoke? You don't do think she was running from Nav?
1: Possibly. Possibly, bro. <laughs> running from the Nav smoke is crazy. <laughs> 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 you know, oh, know Nav runs
0: towards the smoke, because he, he dropped his first single for this most recent album on the same mm. day that Be- Beyonce drops Renaissance. And he was the only rapper to drop that day see what i'm saying so nav Nav runs towards the smoke Mm. now did it work for him i can't tell you because i haven't listened to the song
1: Mm. Um, but i've definitely listened to break my soul because you you Mm. won't break my soul you know what i'm saying you won't break my soul has your take on that album changed at all i haven't listened to it since the day i listened to it (laughs) no it
0: hasn't i just i just know that you won't break my soul Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying
1: Mm. (laughs) <laughs> so why has yours changed no i haven't listened to it either but the snippets are starting to sound better and better and a part of me thinking man maybe i played myself by stopping that church girl but i still can't get past church girl so it's a it's a new point i think it's a good i think it's a good snippet album though i think that might be what it's a tiktok album no it's a tiktok like as you said like it's literally if you're making a video on tiktok any one of those sounds can be used and you have a moment you have a moment now that tiktok video has gone up because those those snippets from those songs on that album just worked
0: speaking of tiktok and you know me i'm not on tiktoks like that you know Mm. but i just find it interesting that like have you noticed that like for our generation our safe space our safe space seems to be our car I hadn't noticed it, like, but why I, does everyone dropped. Why is everyone everyone drops a TikTok and just sat in their car? <laughs> whether they're driving, yeah. whether it's parked, whether they're in the passenger, whether they're in the driver's seat, just be every like good good videos that
1: I'd be chuckling at. Nigga just sat in his car. That is facts. That is facts because it's not even like just like oh the average like everyday Joe. Bam, LeBron will post some videos of him singing his songs in his car. Um, oh my god, what was that player's name? Oh my days, I forgotten that player that was going in on all the other NBA players. Kwame Brown, that's it. And it was just going in on everyone. On everyone. Anyone everyone who would hear it. And it was talking about his tractors and stuff, from his car. Like, I think <laughs> you might be on something there. You might be on something. Why? Why would that be? I don't, bro, it was crazy. Like, I saw one TikTok earlier this week. Like, someone posted it on
0: their IG story. And it was like one guy just like in his car, just rapping closer,
1: like mm. right, like,
0: which like, I get. But I was like, why did you go to your car? Cause he was in the driver's seat and he was mm. having both hands to wrap the camera. So I knew you weren't driving and you weren't moving anywhere. So like, why did you go to your car, set mm. up your camera? I'm assuming your phone camera, not a professional one, but set up
1: mm-hmm. your camera, play that song and rap. Mm. Why did you do that in your car? do you know what i mean I, do you know what makes it a curious case because like my instinct is to say oh they must be self-conscious so they want to do it where they know no one's around but then they post it on social media in the hopes of getting thousands and thousands of views yo but it, that's what I, I, think I do just, think it's that self-conscious piece
0: <laughs> i do think it's that self-conscious piece like what but my why is our cars now our safe spaces
1: and you know, Aaliyah's doing psychology. The second she gets to that third year, I promise you, you, me, who are on the phone to, her. let's get another degree, man. Let's <laughs> figure out this dissertation. <laughs> uh, what do you think of your dissertation?
0: Cognitive <laughs> therapy. Nah, bump that. I need to know why, when I wake up, my brain wants me to listen. <laughs> my brain wants me to listen to <laughs> all my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. Yeah. Why does it do that? <laughs> like, all my friends are alive, and I like being comfortably in my comfort zone so why why does my brain like to do that at 7am um, when i
1: wake up um, why am i walking around saying i can't wait
0: <laughs> oh why is it God. me that there's a nine to five in the office but i can't stop listening to these drug dealer bars what is it <laughs> what is it what is it about my what is yeah. it about my frontal lobe that makes me want to do that
1: <laughs> oh man Another thing that happened during our little break, carnival. I'm assuming you did not go. Why did uh,
0: go? you assume correct?
1: I was about to hot you up. Yeah, you assume correct. <laughs> so I just had to. I had to double check that my assumption was correct. You know. Um, you assume correct. Yeah, no, nah, it was one of those again, similar to festivals. I feel like I've grown out of it. I feel like I've aged out when they have a 25-plus version, I'll be there. Um, But from the looks of things, it looked like it went well. You know, I'm happy that Carnival's back as a a whole anyway, because at the end, there's a very big black celebration that we have in London, which is always a beautiful thing anyway, even though I feel like I personally aged out of it. So, yeah, thought it was worth mentioning. Thought it was worth mentioning. No,
0: shout out. I mean, that's just too much walking for me personally um way too much walking way too many random people i don't know
1: um Mm.
0: then with the people i do know that's way too much time in close proximity to you by the end of the time i won't like you i want to see you anymore you Mm. know what i'm saying and that's just not good for a friendship for real for real like every all my friends know me man you do pull in like two hour doses Mm. after two hours is up you're either irritated with me, or I'm irritated with you. It's time to separate. Like that's it. It's just time to separate. That's just how the day goes. Like I don't know. People say, "Oh, you should heal." I can't. It's my Aries rising. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like so. it's not telling me to heal like I want to. Hmm? Has anyone ever yeah. contemplated that? <laughs> Where does this podcast go if I Man. heal? <laughs> if I'm let's just talk about... no, let's talk about.
0: Let's talk about it. Because I've listened to Brent's album. Yeah. You see how we always tie it back to music somehow, mm. somewhere. beautiful. Mm. So I've listened to Brent's album. Yeah?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This nigga said, First I'm exciting, mm. then I'm gaslighting. Mm. Make up your mind.
1: Mm. Facts, nigga. Mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yo. <Yeah. laughs> Oh my god! Let me, let me talk to these niggas, bro. You don't know how many times I've mm. had people—not necessarily about me, but maybe about me—talk about. Oh my gosh! I just love the fact that like he's so nonchalant, mm. and like he's just nothing bothers god. him. He's always so chill, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, you're so nonchalant about everything. It's like fam. you don't care about anything.
1: Fam, fam, fam. fam! <laughs> Oh my god. Ah, ah. I can't get triggered on my own podcast. Don't let me down (laughs) that can't happen today. Fam, why is this now an issue? Two weeks ago it was a beautiful thing. And now it's oh you don't care, you don't care, you don't care. I don't. I don't. (laughs) I don't
0: I I didn't I didn't care two weeks ago and you loved it.
1: (laughs) Fam, do you know how big the issues I'm dealing with are? Not that big, but they're bigger than what you're trying to make me worry about now. Yo <laughs> oh You think my I God. give a damn about your work problems? <laughs> you think I give a damn about your work problems? Yo, I, I can't even follow your story, and you think I care? I'm like, oh damn, yeah, man, I- <laughs> that's crazy. Why don't you care about these things? I didn't ask. You just started
0: talking.
1: Is <laughs> um, if I didn't ask? Or oh, the solution was so clear. You even said the solution yourself, <laughs> and now you're acting like the solution's not a possibility. <laughs> and now you're, I'm the wrong one for not caring anymore. The movie ended. <laughs> the movie could have finished take two hours. You know what I'm saying, bro? Nigga, be out here. Like, I just
0: feel like you never want to talk, nigga. You're the one who called me. What do you want to talk about? Like, I was sat here peacefully, peacefully playing Formula mm. One. Pretending I'm Lewis Hamilton, and here you come. Now i got to be
1: on the... Fr- now I'm trying to turn <laughs> these corners and try to figure out what you're saying. I mean, you mean starting be right back into reality. Now I'm aware that I'm playing the PlayStation. Ten <laughs> like, minutes ago, crazy. I was in the game. <laughs> I was in the game. I was the game. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Beautiful segue, by the way. Um, I did say I had a question for you that was 2K related before we started recording. Um, So, obviously, 2K came out, what, on Friday, I want to say? Friday. Um, Recently, anyway. Um, And it made me think, one of the things that 2K have done, and something that I always take account of when I start 2K's, is um, the soundtrack. Um, This year's soundtrack is pretty good, has some notable artists on there that I definitely wasn't necessarily expecting, Um, but I've been enjoying the soundtrack thus far Um One of the things that I did think about, however Was this new structure that Games seem to be going down the path of I don't know if every other game has adopted it yet But I know 2K definitely has Where they have a changing soundtrack Throughout the year, so every week Um, the soundtrack should Theoretically be changing I was curious Is that more of a positive? For artist, or a negative for artist.
0: July twentieth, two thousand and nineteen, Chicago, Illinois. Chicago Convention Center in Illinois. Steve Stout walks onto the stage with Ennerly Chopper um, to talk about a panel. Uh, to talk on a panel, Carl Anthony Towns was on the stage as well, um, and the panel was discussing two K, and it was actually discussing like. Um, music 2k and its connection with music at complex con if you guys couldn't tell when i was there i remember this exact moment where they announced that in the fact that the playlist was going to adapt and change all the soundtracks sorry i keep saying playlist but the soundtrack was going to adapt and change throughout the year and i remember thinking that is crazy no i'm even lying the first thing i thought was for fuck's sake these updates are going to take fucking time (laughs) and then and then the next thing i thought was but that is going to be so crazy because then you'll just never get bored of hearing music i think it's great i think it's really good um especially because it allows one for the game to stay current and stay up to date throughout the year two um it means that For ourselves as the gamers, and you know this better than even more than I do. If you're playing 2K, you're playing 2K seriously, like taking advantage of 2K fully, you got to be on that game for a long ass fucking time. Mm -hmm. You're going to be on some of them loading screens for a long ass fucking time. You're going to be hearing that playlist a lot. So it's a good thing that with this game coming out now in September, if it's just the same music over and over again, by the time it hits January, you're going to be bored of it and it's going to be annoying. And it's going to be tedious, but actually having new songs on there keeps out date, keeps it current. Um, it allows new artists to get that shine um, as and when they need it, which I think is dope. Um, I thought it was dope when I first heard them talk about the idea in 2019 and it was great. And I think it's just played out that way. I know other games are sort of adapting. I think FIFA does that as well now. Um... Possibly which is good fifa has its own issue because fifa in the last few f- iterations of fifa have gone way too black music heavy in the soundtrack and the beauty of fifa soundtrack mm-hmm. especially for a black person is finding all these beautiful pop songs that i didn't know about that like mm. just change your life and really make yeah. you feel like feel good vibes so they need to fix that um hmm? but i think it's just the, the nature of the adapting world bro like there's no reason for us to have a stagnant playlist. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. Spotify playlist, I Apple Music playlist literally changes like every single day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like my like if you if you have like if you download like a Spotify playlist and it's like R and B hits, that'll be the R and B hits for the day you download it. If you come back a week time, there'll be new R and B hits out. There'll be new play- songs adapted to that, and uh, it should be the same for a video game that tries to be. That not only tries to be, that is as all-encompassing as 2K is within the culture. Like, in the same way that the songs on the playlist will change, and I'm sorry, this is a long-winded answer, but in the same way that the songs on the Mm -hmm. playlist will change, is the exact same way the sneakers in the 2K store are going to change. Do you know what I'm saying? When Mm -hmm. a new colorway of those LeBron's comes out, it's going to be on 2K, ready to go. Do you know what I'm saying? And it should, Mm -hmm. they should follow... Ways. when the t- when the Raptors release their throwback jerseys midway through the season guess what the next day on 2k guess what you're gonna find the Raptors throwback jerseys for you to be able to wear and purchase and shit like that and so it it allows 2k to do what it has done better than any game I think mm. which is just just to be centrally entrenched within the culture and to shift it to another game that did this exact same thing every time you go back on GTA 5, you got something new to listen to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. imagine if you were going on GTA 5 now and the same radio station or same radio songs you got from 2013 is all you got to listen to, whether you're playing online or the game mode. Like, it's just keeps breathing new life into the game. And it's, yeah, it's good. Because music and gaming nowadays go hand in hand and 2K embraces that, you know? Really mm-hmm. positive way, I think.
1: I hear that I do hear that. I think for me I agree for the most part um where I've like started to think um it may not be as much of a positive is for those like maybe lesser known songs those those songs that are on the soundtrack to, that are going to be new to 90% of the people listening to them. Um I'll never forget 2K18 as you said, if you want to get a good game, you have to spend a lot of time on there. 2K18 was a year where me and one of my other guys spent a lot of that year playing on the 2's court, mastering the tooth court. And as a result, that, was, um, that being a year where the soundtrack was what it was at the start of the year, it was the same as what it was at the end of the year. We knew every song on the soundtrack, like, verbatim. Damn near we knew the order. And there was one song... That the first time I heard it, it was like, oh, okay, this is cool. The second time I heard it, this is cool. The f- 15th time I heard it, I thought, wow, you know what, this is actually Loki Slaps. It was Anything's Possible Henny possible by Vintage Lee. And um, it was one of those songs that the more I heard it, the more I fell in love with it. And it was weird because it was like every time it came on, I started to play better. Um, just because I, I was vibing out and I was doing things in beat with the song. It was crazy. Um but that remembering that does make me wonder what the effects are of there being more music being added into that loop pool today because now sometimes you're not even getting the chance to hear a song for the 15th time because the soundtrack's changed so the songs have been taken off it's not like every song that was in the rotation at the beginning of the year is still in rotation at the end of the year so it's like is that a positive for those newer artists that are trying to get stuck in your head or is it a negative for those artists those underground artists who want you want you to listen to it hear it enough times on the playlist and then say you know yeah let me actually download this so i have this song everywhere i go
0: i hear what you're saying i i i I wasn't aware that they took songs off because i haven't had 2k for two years now the last time i had it like the original songs are still on there while they keep adding new songs so i didn't know that they take songs off um what i will say though is i think you you're doing something that you love to do it's projecting your individualized experience onto millions of people without necessarily knowing that that's the reality for millions of people Um, Mm -hmm. in the sense that like it may have taken you for example 15 fifteen listens of one song. It may take someone too. And in that time, they may now not just hear that song on two K, they may have added it to their Spotify playlist. So actually in reality, which will give which is better for the artist, because I don't know that two K listens count as a stream. Um mm. so it might be that now they've they've just added that person to their Spotify playlist and they listen to that song when they want to or they listen to that person's album. So I understand what you're saying, but at the same time I think like I think you 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 will get a buzz just being on a spot of on sorry on the 2k soundtrack, even if it's just for a month because like millions upon millions of people are going to hear your song. the reality of it, just like anything in life and anything at R, is that not every single one of those millions and millions of people are going to like and continue to want to listen to your song, but you are going to get a couple million who will, and that's all you really need like as long as you mm. get that time on there whether it's a month or if it's two months or if it's a full season i think it's a plus regardless i don't i think there's where, even if it's like oh, i'm only on there for a month if you take me off there's way more upside to that than not being on there at all i think
1: mm. fair okay so pivot from that slight pivot would at that point mm. at that point then would you care about what time of year you you get added to the playlist
0: Um, from an artist's perspective, mm. it depends. It depends what you what you're trying to gain from it. Mm. I think it depends how how important that is in your metrics. Like, I don't know. I, I I think there's probably there's definitely like a buzz to being like these things now. Like these games playlists, whether it's Two K, whether it's FIFA, whatever. These things are like big deal. Like FIFA released their playlist before the game comes out now every year. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like artists then get a chance to say, oh, guys, check me out. I'm going to be on the the FIFA soundtrack. Yay, blah, 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 blah. Um, but then it's, and that is obviously dope, right? And it's a plus. Conversely, like, and I think 2K does the same thing as well, right? Conversely, flip it. when you love to be on 2K around All Star Break when everyone's playing 2K because they're so caught up in the basketball mentality? right so Mm -hmm. without knowing the metrics of when people play 2k and how people's like how artists who are on 2k how their streams go up or down if they do do that without having any of that data around i think it's hard to actually answer that question Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know how I, i don't know how to answer that one for real for real sir
1: that's fair that's fair. That's
0: fair. Like, I do think from a big art, like we see it, right? From a big artist perspective, right? There is so much logic if you're Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Sean, Joe, like these big artists releasing your album in and around April time. Because mm-hmm. I remember when Cole dropped KOD April yeah. 20th. And all I heard throughout those playoffs count it up, count it up, count it up, count it. Up, yeah. count it. Mm-hmm. Whether people liked it or they hated that album, they were sat there, cut it up, cut it up, cut it up, cut it. And next thing you know, Cole's at every single NBA game. I, I, yeah. I haven't seen Cole that much in years. Next thing I know, is at every playoff game. Cole was at fucking mm. Magic versus the Cavs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, what are you doing there?
1: What no, are that you guy doing just completed quests, Do you know what I'm
0: <laughs> Like, that's what I was saying. Like, even this year, like, a couple of Kendrick songs being there see drake this shit is like a stop what shit don't ever yeah, stop like you, you just so there's logic to that i don't know if it mm. works the same with 2k i just without without having the data i just don't know that it works the exact same mm. way but it is an interesting point you raise mm.
1: Mm. it'll be interesting it'd be interesting to see exactly how they'll like break down those stats to artists and talk them well first of all it'd be interesting to talk To artists to see how those stats are broken down to them And whether there's, like, different fees Or, like, payments that they have to pay To be on the soundtrack at different times of the year And then, secondly, it'll be interesting to know If artists then use that as part of, like, how they decide to release that How and when they decide to release their albums Or music in general, like, even singles But we won't have access to that right now It's interesting though, very interesting. Album of the week. (laughs) Album of the week, man.
0: For this week's album review, we keep it in the deep south as we once again dive into one of the most fascinating characters out of Atlanta, Georgia. Described as a capital L lyricist, intricately detailed and thoughtfully meticulous, destined choice root, Represents a bridge between the old school rap skill and aesthetic and the modern day vibe and ethos. In an era where his classmates are supposedly Trippy Red, Lil Pump, and Ski Master Slump God, the artist known as JID, or JID if you prefer, finds himself more at home alongside the Denzel Currys, Joey Badasses, and the late great Mac Millers. Arguably the lead and most recognizable rapper on J Cole's Dreamville team, this Spillage Village member has carved out his own lane in the center of the modern-day rap game. With both *The Never Story* and *DiCaprio 2* receiving positive reviews and standout performances on both 2019's *Revenge of the Dreamers 3* and 2020's *Spillage*, four years on from his last solo release on August 26, 2022, JID delivered his third studio album the forever story a spiritual successor to his debut the never story at the time of recording it has already become the highest charting dreamville album not released by j cole and the latest album to receive the two stubborn Nigerians streamer the forever story by j i coming in at 15 songs, 59 minutes and 12 seconds as we just heard. It was released on August 26th, 2022. His third studio album, his first studio release since DiCaprio 2 um, four years ago. Um, an album which I think it's fair to say was highly anticipated within hip-hop mm-hmm. circles. Um, J.I.D. is one of those rappers. I think, I think would you agree he probably fairly falls into that category of your favorite rapper's favorite rapper? Yeah, Um, He's definitely a rapper's rapper in that sense, in the fact that the rappers love him. Um, They respect his skill, they respect his craft, and the people who love him love him. Um, I think that's become clear in this four-year gap between solo albums, but not in this gap with music. We've still gotten a lot of um, J.I.D. content, Um, but as we mentioned on Revenge of the Dreamers 3 in 2019, one of the standout performers I think on that album um same again and on Spillage and with Spillage Village you look at features on Ari Lennox's album um features on different albums throughout hip-hop not just related to Dreamville so he's a name that we know Mm -hmm. we heard Mm. often yep and so this is a big album um both of us very excited to to dive into this album. You chose for us to do this album this week. I did. Any specific reason other than the fact that it just dropped?
1: It had just dropped. And um, in all honesty, it was an album that I was highly anticipating. Um, not just because I was already a J.I.D. fan. Jardy J.I.D. Are we going to sit with J.I.D.?
0: We're going to use them interchangeably.
1: All right, cool. It's an album I was highly anticipating... Uh, not just because I was already a fan of him, um, but more so because I had somewhat seen growth from the first time I heard the Never story um into the Caprio 2. I saw like some growth. And then I saw a massive, a massive, somewhat jump when um I heard him on Revenge of the Dream, and I thought thought to myself, Wow, this is not the same J I D that I was firstly firstly introduced to. Um, and then hearing him on Speligin. There was another jump. And then again, just the way he opened D-Day with Stick, I was like, yeah, this guy could really be that superstar outside of J. Cole on Dreamville that I'm sure Dreamville had been hoping that he becomes. Um, so then seeing that he was dropping the album, I thought, "What? Well, there's probably not a better album for us to review um, to see, one, if he hits that mark, and two, just generally, what we think of this album. So I was very excited to review this one
0: yeah for you um i think when you suggested it i was very excited to um it, it, it at that time had been an album that i was already listening to obviously being a jid fan from his previous work and like you said the work in the interim and then being a dreamville fan and a j cole fan in general um so i was definitely very excited to hear um it from that perspective i'm glad that we're getting this chance to um review this project um so i think it's important to mention just because he mentioned it a lot of people have mentioned it and i mentioned it in that little intro that i gave it's a spiritual successor to his debut mm-hmm. um his first album was the Never story this mm. is the forever story um could you say it's an antithesis you know we gotta do that <laughs> hip-hop shit oh is he trying to bring back the feeling oh my goodness <laughs> It's just an album. You know what I'm saying? It's just Mm. an album title. Mm. Um, Without going too deep into your thoughts on the album, you take the album title, The Forever Story. Knowing, having listened to the album, is there something, do you take anything from the title? More, based on the music?
1: For me, how can I put this? Is probably what added to my anticipation of this album the most, is seeing that title. Um, more so than even the performances that we saw between um, you know the one thing I've wanted for Jid for a while now is okay we know you're talented but we need that album that's gonna like cement you in that sort of space that I would say I would argue we haven't necessarily had from him Um, in, between the Never Story and DiCaprio 2 not to say that they're bad albums at all but they weren't necessarily the album that is going to stamp you in that position um when i saw that the album was going to be called the forever story my initial thought wasn't even to go back to the never story even though eventually i did um but my initial thought was oh the forever story sounds like it's primed to be a more personal album and jid getting into somewhat of a personal bag would be pretty much all of the all of the ingredients you need to have an album that would stamp him in that position that I think he could get to. So I was very intrigued to see if he could do it. But yeah, that added to my anticipation the most, I'll say.
0: So let's start where we want to start. Um, We've had this album. We've been living with it damn near a month now. What themes are you taking from this album? What do you think is the theme of this album? What do you think is the story and the message of this album that J.I.D. was trying to get across
1: to you? family family and let's it was a,
0: let's just put a full stop right there
1: bam. It. <laughs> but it was one of those where it was such a clear theme where i didn't i wasn't even necessarily expecting it again like i saw the forever story i thought okay it's gonna be a more personal album i thought he was gonna be taking us through like every single step of his life from his eyes this album feels more so like an album where he's sort of telling us one how some of the experiences he's had with his family how those experiences shaped him growing up how he's shaped some of his other family members like it's very much family focused it felt like it felt like the whole thing was almost like a love letter to every single member of his family um it was beautiful it was beautiful you know no better story than um the story he told on crack Sandwich. That really for me is when I was like, oh, this is like this is a family. So this is a family album. Like that was the first inkling. In- inkling is that the word? That phrase. <laughs> yeah, inkling. Yeah, that was the first inkling that gave me the idea that okay, this is gonna be more family. Like just the story of how you know they went to go celebrate their cousin, went to the bar, sister going to fight. Not everyone has to fight because they're all in it even though he's only 17 he's fighting all these niggas like yo i ain't cool you're telling us one family story then we get to a song that's literally called brother them brother in them and then the next song is sister in them and it's like yo like as you go through the album even if you're listening to the lyrics even one of the opening lines on from the intro is that this i got the shit that you play with your for your mom i got the shit a you play for your hoes like it's very much like the whole album he always references family in one one shape or the other, even if it's, like, a loose bar here or there, or if it's, like, an in-depth story. Like, it is the forever story, which is family. That is the main theme I got from this.
0: You skipped over a big one there. I think Mm. um, in terms of what represents this, so I fully agree it's family and full stop, and if you want to add anything onto it, it's just how his family and his family dynamics contributed to the journey that he's been on to take into where he is in the rap game. Mm. Um, that, for me, that second part for me was, like, really foretold in, um, I think it's Money or Better Days, one of them where he's, like... Mm. Um, and if someone gave me a bologna sandwich right now, like, I'd beat the house down. Yep. Like, don't ever take <laughs> me back there. Like, we grew up from that. And then in the next verse, he's like, but if someone handed me a bologna sandwich right now, I'd Thank kill for you. that shit. Like, that duality of, I don't want to go back to those homely days. But at the same time, that nostalgia of man, I miss those family mm-hmm. days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but i I say you skipped over a big one is cody blue 31 Mm -hmm. and the song cody blue 31 at the beginning when they're singing um when i die Mm -hmm. by and by um Mm -hmm. that's taken from his grandmother's funeral oh wow very literally he said in an interview he was literally they were all at his grandmother's funeral i think it might have been his grandfather or one of the males in his family that she got on the stage started singing that song and he literally said, this is such an iconic moment. Someone needs to capture this. So through tears dripping down his face, he literally just pulled out his phone and recorded that moment. And that's the legit live audio that you hear on that song. Wow. And then for him to go into swing on, swing on. Mm-hmm. And when you know the like um, historical like significance of just that terminology of swing on, swing on, of just like carry on, keep on, keep on. Um, that keeping on through the pain mm-hmm. of losing a family member. Um, you feel that. And then like you say, to transition from there into brother them, sister them, and the importance of the women in his life on sister them, which I thought was really um he really got through in in a in a very good way. Mm-hmm. Um I'm done with I'm done with all the hoes, they and they answer me as I try to call your phone again. just the the whole story of that. Um, mm-hmm. The whole story of that, when it gets to the end, and it's like, oh, this this voicemail box is now full. You get It's like, bitch, what the fuck? Oh, love it because it's like you don't even realize that's all going for what feels like uh-huh. five ten minutes. You know what I'm saying? And it gets there like you reach a the number, then it's oh, that's fucked up. Um, I really do love that, but yeah, I, I do think those family dynamics that he's he's dealt with through his life, and maybe how they sort of have have um stayed true through his fame but then also at the same time how they changed through his fame like i said that ending of sisterdom when he's essentially just ranting to i'm gonna assume an ex or someone over mm-hmm. the phone like yo just send me back that, like, that money on cash app like you realize that like how how difficult that is and how inform how informative his family experiences have been um to the career that he's been able to pave out to date and i think that personal aspect for me really um it really heightens the album because it gives it a deeper sense of gravity it yep. gives it a really a really deeper sense of gravity like when i when I heard that story about cody blue thirty one that like that was real time from like his grandmother's funeral it just completely it 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 stops you from just listening to the music for like the sonics of it mm-hmm. and you feel like it it just makes you feel how he must have felt recording some of this shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean that is um, crazy to
1: find out i didn't even know that beforehand i'll be real yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but now when you go back and listen to it you'll know man yeah that changes the whole dynamic of that song like the second part of that song was beautiful anyway mm-hmm. the amount of times i've rolled that song up in its on its own just because that last keeps swanging on like it hits it hits very different and you don't even be going through something but it just applies to your life anyway like there's something like genuinely powerful about this song so to know that that first part he was going through that type of emotion as well it adds a certain levity to the second part as well for sure
0: 100 100 and all of that in terms of the things, is not to take away from the fact that, in my opinion, I can't speak for you. You know, I'm not gonna speak for you. You're mm-hmm. a grown ass man. You can speak for your damn self. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, this nigga was rapping.
1: No, fam. <laughs> like,
0: this ain't this 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 ain't this ain't the type of rapping you can just go find in your local grocery store. You know what I'm saying? You are a special deliver- you are a special order this this type of rapping right here
1: Fam. um this is one of those experiences where I listen to this album a lot of time I listen to this album because i I love this album a lot of time I listen to it because I was like, okay, I have to actually review this album Raheem, listen listen, listen like actually take all of this in and as I was sitting there taking all of this in, I can honestly say on the other side of this there's still bars that are going over my head because I know that there's at least, there's a few triple entendres in here that I know I'm not catching. And I won't be shocked the day that someone comes out and says, oh, you know, when he said this, he's relating to this and relating to that. And he could also mean this and this and that. Like, yo, there's a lot of things. When someone broke down, um, what was the bar from Dance Now? Mama said, the Messiah's, Marcus said, fam, I, let me, fam like, the, I want ah, oh, fam. Fam, this guy, he was in his bag. He was in his bag, Paul. He was in his bag. Mm-hmm. He was in his bag, man. Some of the triple entendres throughout this whole album. Dangerous. Dangerous. As a higher quality of rap. Higher quality of rap throughout.
0: You know, like, you mentioned Dance I think it's really important. Because, like, he... Similar to what we were saying about Joey a few pods ago, like, on dance now he literally starts off by saying yo you know around the world they say that i'm a spitter spitter so let me go <laughs> for the rest of this song and prove to you like he literally say like jiddy been uh, been all across the globe they say jid a scribbler he's silly with it when he's spitting i hope he don't sell his soul he mm. should be good man he signs to Colt. like he acknowledges all of that yep and then he just says, Okay, let me show you niggas that I'm actually, I really am silly with it. And let me Fam. tie that into the story. Like, he from the hood, nigga down the road. He was just <laughs> jugging right by the store. Like, it's just,
1: it's so good. It's so good. good. Mama said the Messiah and Markson tried to save the kids in the apartments and show a way to live with other options. <laughs> oh my God. Fam. It's like, the first time you hear it, it's like, Oh, that sounds sick. And then you're like, wait, that's from Michael Jackson's thing. Wait, <laughs> that's from Dance Now. And I even saw a video where they broke down the original sample and the original sample links into, like, it's literally telling them to dance and there's a link back to the name of the song Dance Now. It's like, oh, so this nigga isn't just doing things that sound good or cool. Like, he's thinking about every single line deeply. Like, it's crazy what he's doing, man. It's crazy. And this is, like, this is just one line from one song. He does this all over the album.
0: I think I'm I've, I'm going to be fully transparent. I got the lyrics up in front of me, and mm-hmm. like, I'm just looking at it. I, I think you have undersold even that because it's the scheme leading up to it in the whole of that second verse. Because it starts with, I'm not too stepping, man. I said, do not dance. It's a gun in someone's mm. pants and the whole world's in his hands. It depends. penning for your sins. Shooting up the block can't stop revenge. Nappy dreadlocks like a raster man. Where the story ends and the plot begins. Oh, look, mama said that my size and Marcus says. So it's going into that dance, but he started off the verse by saying, hey, yo, don't, don't, dance. I got this gun in me. Like, it's, it's, yeah. Bam. He was rapping.
1: Bam. He was rapping, man. He was rapping. <laughs> oh my god, that nigga said, "You know I'm a rant when I talk to Jar." <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Certain bars in there. was like, "That's a double entendre." And you think I didn't clock it? But I saw it. I heard it. You said I heard
0: it. He said, "That's a felony charge." He caught F niggas come to the A and get x'd out. And you see, I did that F A X fax. Come on, bro. Is it? He was rapping. He was rapping, <laughs> and and I think that that adds to what um there is to potentially like about this album is that you get the personals you get the emotive and then you get let me just flex on these niggas I can rap better than y'all for real for real which I think I think at this point I think every great hip-hop album needs it Mm. you know what I mean Mm. like every great album like 95 South ain't really about shit
1: yeah yeah You just need to prove that like let me just remind you niggas I rap better than you. Fam. Show me why you think you're number one. You know what I mean? Like, diet coke ain't really about shit. Fam. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be. (laughs) Let me just remind
0: (laughs) you niggas that I rap better than you.
1: You Like every artist that like truly thinks that they're number one and is trying to make that stamp should have at least one song on the album where it's like, I'm number one try and argue that I'm not number one after you listen to this song and it should be difficult
0: that's what I'm saying it's like catch me on my other other crib that's my aka (laughs) I just write better than you that's all it is (laughs) that's what it is we we don't need to worry about production we don't need to worry about money we don't need to worry about I just my skill is better than yours Mm. you know what I'm saying and I and I love that Mm. I love that, especially when you then back it up in your, like, storytelling songs. And J.I.D. is a storyteller.
1: Yeah. J.I.D.
0: J., J. is a storyteller. Like, as much as he's, like, a capital L lyricist and he's, he can be, like, a lyrical, miracle, spiritual, in a swimming pool-type rapper, mm. he is a storyteller. And most of them, at their best, are that, too. Is like, as much as they're, like, a lyrical, miracle, spiritual, in a swimming pool, like Eminem, like mm. at the crux of it, the storytellers, and there's a story throughout this whole album, as we, already, as we already articulated. Um, so that's the lyrics. Talk to me about the production.
1: Um, one thing that was not lost on me on this album, and it's something that you don't see too often, but when you see it, it's something I always genuinely, genuinely appreciate every single beat on this album is so different from the one directly before it but somehow the album flows very very smoothly like it's very odd like just like okay just because it's on top of my mind now the beat from dance now to um to crack sandwich those beats can't be any more different like crack sandwich starts off damn near spooky like is a spookier type of beat where dance now is more up, up tempo, and nice, nice vibe. Like, it's weird how the beats change so dramatically from song to song, but it still flows as nicely as it does. I don't know if you noticed that, Evor. I well, did. Should I, say? Mm.
0: I did definitely. I think. Um... I think. I noticed it, but I disagree. Mm-hmm. As in the sense that I don't think Especially when you get like I say deep into the album When you get to the middle and then to the latter parts of the album Like what I feel like Is like The soul sample is I don't want to say back Because mm-hmm. I hate saying soul samples back Because they never left But it's really prevalent to me mm-hmm. Of just the soulful aesthetics Throughout Sorry. that part of the album code um, onwards, Yeah okay yeah 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 cody blue onwards cody blue sister them definitely like some mm-hmm. that's a music soul trial sample anyway um money let me get that let me get the track front brother so them 100 money 2007 better days Can't like make yeah you change can't make you change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but guess what though they always try and make you change no, fam, that's the, that's always. the only
1: prerogative that's the
0: thing that's the thing they tell you that they love you just exactly the way you are they even mm. sing the bruno moss they even mm. sing the bruno mars song to you they say go oh, boy you're amazing just the mm. way you are okay then cool <laughs> why do you only like get passionate for football fam fam it's like oh, why why are you
1: spending so much time on 2k like,
0: like. What? <laughs> do you not have like any hobbies you're contradicting yourself yeah. you just say i spent too much time with football. like you like what um Bam. sorry we just went on a little tangent there real quick. um but yeah so i think like i understand what you're you're saying and when you put it the way you put it in terms of the difference especially between the two songs that you articulated Mm. definitely but i do think like to me the overwhelming sense that i got was more so that like if you really sat in those soul samples Mm. and used them
1: yeah no the second half of the album definitely has i would say the second half of the album for me is what made the album and now that you mentioned it it is where like he did lean heavier into the soul samples. So like Cody Blue onwards. As much as I like the first half of the album, in fact I really like the first half of the album. The second half of the album is where I think he shines the most, you know. Cody Blue, Brother them um. By the way, I'd be absolutely remiss if I did not mention how crazy Lil Duck went on Brother. We're getting that. Room. Don't worry. We're getting oh my God.
0: don't 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 put the cart before the horse. <laughs> the before That's the where
1: horse. it goes, dog. <laughs> um but even like
0: it's before cody because surround sound is aretha franklin you know that's that's with 21 on the beat and yeah because it's the mrs fat booty beat you know
1: what i say like Mm. i would say even though it's a soul sample that beat isn't the
0: beat isn't but like it starts with the aretha i don't
1: know uh, yeah, a four to mm-hmm. start.
0: So it gets you in that mode. And then yeah, the beat drops and 21 Savage yeah. just goes.
1: The beat is flipping <laughs> dumb. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah,
0: 21 the, the 21 Savage just decides. Yo, let me remind you niggas.
1: <laughs> yeah, nah. The Soul time pool section of this album, you're 100 percent right, like special, special stuff throughout. And there's a lot. It is a lot in that second half. Um yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I didn't think, really peep it like that.
0: And I think it's it's dope to see the um fusion Goku and Vegeta style of like
1: <laughs> <laughs> of, his, my <laughs> of, his,
0: of his dreamville self mm-hmm. and his village village self. Mm. In the sense that like when you think of the standout mode, stick is it slap you in the face i'm rapping type song right mm-hmm. costa rica is a exactly. slap you in the song i'm rapping type like mm-hmm. type shit like is it what is it go ladies 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 that's the song called is he on that
1: he is on that yeah
0: that is him yeah before yeah. i go oh my goodness but he's just rapping and flowing like all yeah. those that is such a great song fucking hell Ooh, <laughs> I, 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 yellow bitch called a dirty lash she this on a
1: petty like what? <laughs>
0: It takes that version of him and it gives you dance now, surround sound, crack sandwich. And then it takes the Spallidian version of him and it messes the two. It meshes the two. Yeah,
1: very really, smoothly.
0: Really well. And it's like, yo, I can see. And not to say that you're going to do that before 2019, but I can see the journey. Ooh. 2019. 2020 2021 had to informing your 2022 album Do you mm.
1: know what i mean
0: like i can chart the progression i can chart the rise in points per game
1: so yeah i've
0: got 27 per game score
1: it is i was like GID is probably one of the few examples mm, few there's probably a few more but um here's one of those examples where it's like he has had a career where you could see the growth every single time he does anything new. Like, he's always constantly been better than he was the last time I saw him. Constantly. Even on D-Day, which, you know, forever, like, we already came on here and said that that's probably one of the more disappointing projects of the year. He was he was flawless on that album. Every time I heard J.I.D., he was a stand-up on that album, in fact. He was an absolute standout, and like every single time I see him, he gets better. And this album is no exception. I think his, his best he's ever been. Best he's ever been.
0: Yeah, mm. he's the best you ever had.
1: No, nah, I knew you were gonna do it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I would like, no, <laughs> I specifically said bin. As said he's ever been. I've no need to remix that. <laughs> That's what I heard. My bad. My bad.
0: I'll just check it. I'll just check it. I'll just check it. Um you mentioned Dark. I've mentioned Savage. Mm. Features are a big part of this album. Yeah. Um there are a number of features to different extents, um, in terms of length, in terms of sound, in terms of styles, what who, who, and you can just go back and give Dirk his flowers if you want to. But who, do you, who stood out for you in terms of the features on this album?
1: Um, I will go back to Lord Dirk and give him his flowers, but Dirk is going to have shared some of those flowers with Ari as well because, goddamn. Can't <laughs> make you change. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even, it was because you were going in and I loved it and the sort of, it was, I was feeling it. I was feeling it. I loved the vibe and it said, Can't make you Change, I was like, Oh my god, oh my god, is it my heart? Is it my heart you want me to prepare my chest and give it to you because I'll do it. <laughs> Just say the word. Oh it's my saying,
0: baby, don't leave. You're all I need. Ari, I'm right here. I never left. I never left. I've been planted right here. Living hell, bro. My feet, my toes stay 10 to- wow. I say 10 toes in the dark. <laughs> tethered to the ground for you. tethered to the ground. Wherever I am, right here. <laughs> I'm right here waiting for you. Oh, Nah, nah. Nigga, I'm nah. Nah. That's... I'm... Bro. Stop it, man. I was born to do this. I was born to
1: do this. Yo. <laughs> nah, going back to Lil Duck though. Lil Duck on brother and him. Golly. I did not expect it. I did not expect it. Caught me all the way off got. First of all, I didn't even clock there was gonna be a feature. And then I heard him and I thought, is this Lord Duck? Is he playing like this? Because <laughs> I, <held> <laughs> I remember last year we said he keeps on getting better. Yeah. I did not expect him to be able to float on this type of beat this smoothly. Like this is this was, like butter to my ears. Like, bro, this guy held on the beat and said, Oh fuck the old so bad we had to establish a sit down. <laughs> I said, Oh my god oh my god said, <laughs> a I get hit oh <laughs> I get <was like>, hit what <laughs> what's going on like yo and that little went crazy crazy um Lil duck's turning me into a super fan and i never thought i'd be one but loki every time i hear him on the feature it's always one of the best features on that album like he is he's on something right now man
0: he still has one of the best albums of 2022 to me as well mm easy mm, mm. Easily, easily, yeah. it's up there. It's up there. It's out there. Um, Dark went insane as expected. I, mm-hmm. I expect it from Dark at this point, to be honest with you. It never surprises me. Never surprises me when Savage goes crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Never, never, ever, never, ever,
1: never, ever. <laughs> the never, never ending story.
0: He might be the best featureized in rap, not named Jay Z.
1: That is. <laughs> that's a great point save that point i want to i want us to go in depth on that next week
0: i think i think if you look at the totality of his work pick a year mm-hmm. i should start from if you want to start from when he first started popping in 2016 to now over those six years like he may well be the best featureized in rap not named jay-z
1: that is a very interesting that is i yeah yeah right. You might not be wrong. You might be right. You might be right. And but that he, is an interesting And if question. he's not
0: number one, you are going to have to put up a hell of an argument for someone to be above him. Like, the quality of feature that would have to put someone above 21 tells you the level of feature that 21 has. You know what I mean?
1: That's the thing, because 21, for me, 21 has the quality and the quantity, which is... That's a dangerous pairing.
0: So it's like,
1: of yeah. anyone not named
0: Jay-Z, it might be 21. I love mm? hearing Yasin Bay rap.
1: Mm. Mm. Were you were you aware of who she was beforehand?
0: Yasin Bey? Mm. Yasin
1: Bey. Sh- Yeah. Do
0: you know who my- Yasin Bay is? No, nah, I didn't. You don't know who Yasin Bay is? Nope. You don't
1: know that Yasin Bey is most deaf. sweat is most deaf? Yes. You know what? And you know what's so funny? When I looked at the name, I was like, I don't know who this is, but the voice is familiar. But I just I said, I don't know who it is. It must be a new artist. It's most deaf. Yes. That's crazy. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I just had no idea. That was mad. Yeah. So JD has a most deaf feature. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean he sampled the nigga. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Wow. But yeah, it's always great for me when I get to hear um Yasin Bey rap on features, especially when you can tell he fucks with the artist that he's rapping with, because mm-hmm. he is one of those people. He is one of those artists who like if he fucks with you, the verse is gonna be ten times better. Um and like even just it would be like vvs is very vertebrae snapping i'm like this is mm. such an old head right what the <laughs> fuck is that? what the fuck does that mean <laughs> like <do> you know <laughs> what i mean like just try to flip all of the things that like the new generation think is cool and switcher like but it's mm. gleaming problem posture double cup leaning i'm like bro bro this nigga said i've got back issues double cup leaning that's what that means like stop it but i fucking love it um yeah, so y'all hearing y'all seen bay rap is great. Mm. Even
1: Wheezy. the thought of they put his voice was amazing. Wheezy
0: F baby. First of all, can we please say the baby?
1: <laughs> please.
0: <laughs> but Wheezy F baby and the F is for phenomenal.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> That's yeah, I- so I mean I can because it's no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can go away with that for so long as well. Like <laughs> for years I almost spoke that that word incorrectly. Like I
0: get it. Like you can get away with it because you're a little wayne, but at the same time, my nigga. <laughs> you know how many kids don't know how to spell phenomenon because God. of you?
1: <laughs> Fam, that's how I found out the other day that prerogative is spelled P-R-E, <laughs> not P-E-R. Bobby Brown had me spun for how long?
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, Lil Wayne continues to sound really good on albums. um, Or, sorry, really good on features. Um, Carter 6 is due soon, so it's interesting to see if he can pull his feature form onto his album self. But I think just in totality, I think it's safe to say, and, you know, you can disagree with me if you disagree, but let me know if you agree or disagree. The features on this album are really good um they were quality controlled they all enhanced the song that they were on i saw the reason for them to be on the song um mm. there was never a feature that felt like why is this person on this song why are they here and the songs that didn't have features made sense for them not to have features and i think that's an underrated skill like yeah. especially as a rapper where like, there's always an issue with a hook. Do you have a hook? If you have a hook, do you sing the hook? Do you rap the hook? How does hook go right? And so like that, I caught me of having Kenny Mason do some of the hooks mm-hmm. on some of these tracks. Having Ari do what Ari did. We don't need to go there. Mm-hmm. But she does. She does need to come here, not just to the UK for a show, but to my house so I can marry her could treat chill. treat her, treat her the way she needs to be treated. <laughs> right. Because the queen may be gone, but I was only ever one queen in my life.
1: <laughs> my heart skipped a beat when bro. I said the queen was gone. Bro, bro. I <laughs> was like, Oh my goodness, Snow, are you okay? <laughs> I almost made a phone call. Now, bro, but... Oh my goodness, that's it on the
0: phone. Like, is her okay? What happened? <laughs> Someone told me the Queen died. I was like, not Chloe. They didn't get Chloe Bailey.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was refreshing my Instagram. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Someone said Chloe Bailey ate
1: screen free gun on at one time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i got like gunner went in and her career took the off, career took off. <laughs> her career has never she's never looked back once Like she is, <laughs> bro niggas out here tweeting freak gunner every day i see chloe <laughs> bailey tweet out no, one anyway
0: um, and the way she promotes her songs she's active on socials. anyway <laughs> that was a different conversation she, she, I not see not one free YSL from her not one time but thug be out there every day in the trenches
1: you know what I'm saying
0: future is tweeting free YSL like every, every other day, day. But Chloe Bailey you could be posted up with him doing his and hers <laughs> but hey man oh it's not my, my business I'm leaving, it alone. I'm leaving it alone I'm here to talk about JID I'm here, mm. to, talk about, I'm here to talk about the forever story um so yeah, in totality then, we've gone through the themes, we've gone through the lyrics, production, the features. Give me the standout songs for you.
1: Standout songs for me, definitely crack sandwich. Um Can I give more than one? Yeah, yeah, yeah I said songs. Yeah. yeah, I'll say Crack Sandwich, Cody Blue31, Brother in them Sister and Um are definitely my absolute standouts and then sneaky one that would probably also be one that i would recommend um as one of my favorite partial outros you know when the song before the outro could have been the outro and it would have been perfect um better days would have been an amazing 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 outro Amazing outro. There's it was something
0: there's something about when we don't podcast that just aligns our shot <laughs> So crazy because um... the amount of times I get to better days, I'm like, Man, this has been such a great listener! I really like And I forget there's two <laughs> yeah, more songs.
1: But... <laughs> it's like, Wow, what a journey this was! <laughs> it's like, Oh, wait, there's post credits. I right, say nothing. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm excited. <laughs> 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 that's exactly what it is <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> nah, bad Days as you said before, bad Days is one of those where he gets into, that's the one where it's like, oh this is Spillage Village Jardy, like this is you can hear that, this could have easily been on religion easily been on religion and it would have fit on that album and it fits on this album as well and it is an amazing song um my God, I've forgotten her name. Let me... Jonta Austin. Yep, you did that. You did that. You did that. The way I sing a lot... Yeah, no, that's one of my sneaky ones. But yeah, overall, yeah. Those are my songs, man. You?
0: Um, I think the four song, Run, from really if five song wrong but four song wrong surround sound cody blue brother Sisterdom, sister and them, um right in the heart of that album song six through nine uh sensational mm. absolutely sensational all in their own right and um necessary like i'll grab the stick from my brotherdom. i'll go mm-hmm. to school with my brother them i won't personally but uh, I am, not at all but i understand <laughs> i understand the mentality and the ethos that would lead you to that point uh, i respect it i respect it it just can never can never be me though bro.
1: But i'm know, so you? happy that he has people who will go to war for him and that he'll go to war for me personally hey <coughs> force of prayers my guy force
0: of prayers Hey bro, that's crazy you're in that that's mad that's mad be easy though let me know let me know if you get on safe <laughs> <laughs> like, let me let me know let me know when you get home safe
1: yeah so, <laughs> like like you're you tough right you tough, you tough right, right? <laughs> hey man
0: you're strong bro that's that's what i love about you you're independent you <laughs> know like you do shit on your own i love that about you my guy um so yeah those those that 4 song run um and yeah i agree with you like i said like i said like every time i get to better days i literally think this is the outro. Mm it's such a good outro yeah there are two more songs and it's not that like they're not great songs they should yep. definitely be on the album and i get why 2007 closes out the album too mm-hmm. um but i'm like i i think you said it right they're the post-credit scene yeah they're the post-credit scene
1: <laughs> better days is the end of this album yeah. <laughs> better days is fucking phenomenal <laughs> it's such a great way to end up. <laughs> it's
0: so fucking phenomenal but i get it man because in 2007 Cole dropped the come up i was in high school playing corner mm-hmm. i never dreamt of mumbling words in a in front of hundreds study i was studying plays all summer i'll hit the league at my growth spurt come in on my mark 2009 bro dropped the warm-up i remember mm. this that's crazy mm. it's so
1: crazy that i was there when Cole dropped the warm-up damn <laughs> oh my god oh my god we've lived through events you know like right. historical musical events i was living this life like he says
0: bro dropped the warm-up i was in warm-ups playing wheezy mm. i was i was playing football listening to <laughs> little wayne in 09 too you know yeah. what I'm saying? That was no
1: ceilings. <laughs> how crazy is it that we're living the same life and we end up in such different places. Such
0: diametric.
1: <laughs> He's 31. We got time. Yeah, we have time. We have time. We got mad amounts of time. Yeah, I have time. I could drop my best album in at 31 as well. Bro, I'm going to say five years? Yeah. Probable
0: so probable cause come in July 2023. <laughs> Y'all know how the
1: shit goes, bro. <laughs> oh man. Man. This album as a uh oh. It was an experience. It was an experience as a whole, man. Um, I'm very, very happy with this album. I guess we've gone to that natural part of the album review of the week. It's that time of the week. Okay, so when it comes to the album rankings, um, the rankings that we have are, I hate that I ever listened to this, won't be listened to again, whole lot of mid. might stay in rotation for a week, pretty damn good, serious project, and in special occasions, either of us can give it our 50% stamp of approval, and if both of us happen to give it our 50% stamp of approval, it becomes 100% two stubborn Nigerians approved. Can I start us off? You can start us off.
0: I feel like I'm going to break the scale here, Raheem. Mm. and this is only like what the third or fourth time we've used this girl mm-hmm. so it's crazy i apologize you put a, <laughs> you put a serious amount of work into this and i'm mm-hmm. gonna come in here and fuck it up but i think you'll understand mm. i'm giving it my stamp of approval okay i think this is a phenomenal album i think it's a phenomenal album for its time um both in the time that we're physically in um even our times of social construct, and for the time that J.I.D. is at in his life and career mm-hmm. I think this is one of those albums that can shoot you up into the hypothetical that doesn't even matter rapper rankings that niggas like you and I would love to do. I think that's very, very critically important. And I think the time will tell on that. Um, And I think the love that it's getting within the hip hop community and just anecdotally within people that I speak to um, says that. However... Mm. simultaneously I hate that I listen to this album because I wish I could go back and listen mm-hmm. to it again for the first time <laughs> like that's the sense I get that's the sense mm. I get I hate the fact that I've listened to this album because I'll never get a chance to listen to it for the first time again mm. and um, put myself in the right situations to hear it for the first time and take in that experience first time you missed mm. that you missed that and so i hate the fact that i've listened to it mm. because i don't get to go back and listen to it for the first time again and i can mm. give you a list of albums that fit into that category
1: <laughs> i'm with you man i have to give it my 50 percent stamp of approval this is an album that i keep on wanting to come back to it's an album that met exactly what i was hoping it would be um Every time I said it was, I was highly anticipating this album. I was hoping that this would be the one that would allow JID to like be realized as a superstar. That I think he's had the potential and capability of being. And in all seriousness, I think he's reached out with this album, man, like, he did it. He did it for me, man. Like every single song of this album, bam, There's even points that I had like noted down in my head that I forgot to say. Like, on sister, and, um, if had I- Fact on Sister and them. Um, Sister and them um, gives me vibe from Never ending Story. But like yo, just what he was able to do with this album is special. It's special. And I think it has there's no way I can't give it my stamp of approval. There's no way I can't give it my stamp of approval. For me right now, it is one of the better albums of this year, without a doubt. Um JIDs man. I've been saying it for years. He's got Next. He's got Next, man. He might not even have Next anymore. He has now. He -hmm. has now, man. He's one of those artists. He's one of those artists that are in the conversation.
0: Who else in the
1: conversation? Reason, hopefully, on his next album will boost himself into that conversation. I think the game, realistically, it makes sense for it to have been J. Cole and Kendrick being so dominant and then that being passed down to no, Reason and J I D. Genuinely. Like that's how I've always i that's how I've always pictured it. And that's how I hope it works out because I love both of them so much and they get along so well. I think it'll just be so poetic. Even though I've started to realise I don't really like it when they hop on songs together too tough. But Reason and J I D. Yeah.
0: Was it them on um I'm gonna
1: kidnap Cole. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what came on shuffle the other day. I said, like, "What are you niggas on about? <laughs> you niggas, they have too you much take fun." "Wait, hold on." They go,
0: "What?" <laughs>
1: Bam, I was literally. It was that song I was listening to again. I was like, "You niggas don't take shit serious when you're together." Yeah, I take anything seriously? <laughs> Bam, can you guys show us why you told the future of rap? <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah Uh, yeah those two are the ones that i have high high hopes for in moving forward and i think jid is the first to make that step into i'm here there should be no more questioning of the fact that i'm here um and the whole public should know that it's me i am him he is me and that dog is within him who is also me
0: you know, some would say his pronouns are the opposite of Jason Tatum's because he actually is. he <laughs> um, Shout out to JID. Is that the. No, did Joey get both of us got... approval? Okay. Joey
1: was 100% stamped. Okay, damn. JID is 100% stamped.
0: Okay, damn. I thought I was about to say JID is the first, but the J's have it. Joey, JID. I get it. Yeah, for real. So, shout out, so JID, JIDA congrats man um to stop nigerian stamp of approval um so guys at home you know what you gotta do man go listen to that go stream that shit um yeah yeah shout out to i done
1: seen some better days before
0: feeling like forever was a long time ago balancing highs and lows get your blindfold on the guy no. Quick question before I let you get into the end of episode pleasantries, all right? <laughs> so I remember a tweet around a few months ago of, like, did you ever see that video of like, The Rock when he was, like, doing his rap career? And his oh, rap my video?
1: God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I remember that went around. And one of my friends, um, female woman, must have, like, retweeted it and, well, quote tweeted it i said like this is why men are so scary because you'll be married to them live with them and then (laughs) at some point they'll just do something random in their life to embarrass you they'll just decide they'll just decide one day they want to become a rapper and
1: embarrass you yeah (laughs) all
0: right and so i thought that was funny and so my question is what do you think it's going to be that you're going to do to like your wife or significant other to embarrass them when you guys are like you're 20 years down the line or whatever
1: because mine is bro dreads Yeah, the thing is, I 100% know mine, <laughs> is when I get to 36, specifically 36, and I decide I should have taken that skateboard and stuff serious, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I can still do it. <laughs> going to be in there with a backwards hat and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my whole lingo is going to I'm steezing, man, oh, I'm
0: steezing. Steezin'. <laughs> Oh, man, I was just,
1: I was just, I was thrashing rails out there, bro.
0: It's crazy, man. Yeah. Because, you know, you know Beyonce must have been pissed off when Hove came out with Dreads (laughs) that first day. That nigga has been bold since, that nigga was carrying
1: either bold or a bold fade from 94. (laughs) I know she asked him like 17 times like, oh, you're not going to cut? Oh, you're serious about this? All right. <laughs> we can go to the barber. I was on the way to the... Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> the, the barber's downstairs. No? Okay, all right. Exact same with Cole, too. Yeah. Exact same with Cole. Cole yeah. had a
0: bold fade the entire time I knew Cole. One day, he just... Wake... One day, I wake up. I see a picture of him. He's got a whole head of dread.
1: Damn. <laughs> I know what Jimmy Butler's doing now. Right yeah but jimmy's are extensions don't do that yeah. don't do, that. Don't that do jimmy's that. is crazy i have even got a different hair colour change i'd <laughs> say shape our a queen
0: <laughs> edge is laid as
1: shit no hey take us on, take us on, take us on. man it's that time of the podcast it's everyone's favourite time of the podcast where we give you our music recommendations for the week pool what is your recommendation for the people
0: um, Yeah, my recommendation for the people is Jacob Banks' Lies About the War. Um It came out this year. It came out this year. It came out recently. August 27th, same day as J.I.D. That's why I remember that. Same Ooh. day as J.I.D.'s album. Um, it's not hyperbolic to say that this is one of the best albums in all of the music this year. Um, Jacob Banks is a very dope artist, has been for a number of years, and I love the fact that he's able to comment to Bridge bring all this creativity into one body, one really great body of work in this album. Um, So that's lies about the war by Jacob Banks.
1: Mm. I'm torn between two. I'm torn between two. One,
0: so I can give a second one.
1: No, because that's not what we do.
0: It's such a bitch, bro.
1: (laughs) We have to be disciplined, man. (laughs) If we lose the discipline, what do we? What do we become? Mm? Stubborn. (laughs) um i'm gonna go with eva lazarus um just dropped a new album um ep project let's call it a project 16 song project um called brandy kisses it is fantastic um you some of you guys may remember when i came in and recommended one of her lead singles um of the project how am i looking which was a fantastic song um well now she's dropped the project to follow follow up with that and it is just as good as that single was if not better um she should be really proud of this project amazing project that is evil lazarus brandy kisses and just like that
0: just like that
1: Mm. track 73 in the books in the archives ready for anyone to listen at any given point on the internet forever some will call it a time capsule even of the day that we recorded track 27 track 73 so i'm playing us out this week um i i'm gonna stick to what we did last week and outro us with some outcasts um this is rosa parks by Outcast. um please as we go before we go i want to remind everyone at home um if you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at 2 Stubborn Nigerians. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at 2 underscore stubborn underscore Nigerians. You can follow us on Twitter at 2snigerians. I'm afghanistan you can follow us on TikTok at 2 Stubborn Nigerians, and you can pay 199 very, very affordable cost for our premium episodes for extra content every month um but yeah outside of that all that you guys have to remember at home is that nigeria never carries last (laughs) Made the Many a day has passed, the night has gone by, but till I find the time to put that bomb off in your eye total chaos. But it's playoffs, so we was amps, and we're taking another route to represent the Dungeon family like great Day. Me and my nigga time to take the back way. we stabbing every city, then we headed to that back cave. Hey, ATL Georgia, what do we do for yeah. Bulldog get hoes like them Georgetown hoggers. Boy, you signed the silly thing. My prom sitting pretty, doing donuts. Why you suckers like them suckers around titties Damn, we the committee, gon' burn it down, but us gon' bust you in the mouth with the chorus now. Cause my favorite group ain't coming with it But I'm with you cause you're probably going through it anyway But anyhow, when went and died Went on out and bought it cause I thought it would be jamming But examine all the flaws get off lit Sand and it's costly But that's all shit Bro, and I hope I never have to float in that boat Up shit's creek, it's sweet, It's the last boat that I wanna hear when I'm going down With all said and done and we got a new Joe in town When the record player get to skipping and slowing down All y'all can say is them niggas earned the crown But until then